Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Now, why did we just do this weird chant? Yes, hello, welcome to the Good Chats, the only podcast brave enough to ask a question. Hey, what's up with trucks? I'm, okay, so uh, I'm what, what's going on with trucks, man? I don't know, man. Uh, there's no way that was in sync. It didn't sound in sync in my ears, so I'm it sure wasn't. it won't sound in sync to our listeners. But I mean, Backstreet's back, all right. We're definitely not in sync. But hey, what's up with trucks? Yeah, he's John Bishop. Uh, and I'm Lucas Southworth. Sure, why not? It's it's a weird energy because, folks, Cars on the Road gave us a weird energy this week, and we we just respond to what they give us. Mm-hmm. And this week they did give us trucks. And let me be absolutely clear. I'm very happy that they gave us trucks. It's but a truck thing. It is a truck thing. That's so important to remember. <laughs> but, John, just even before we start, how do you think this episode's going to go? This has got to be a weird one, right? What are we going to talk about? <laughs> I, Here, we have stuff to talk about, but... Here's the rub. Yeah. Uh, this is... I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Maybe it's inaccurate, but who knows? Uh, this is my favorite episode. It's a very good episode because it's very dumb. <laughs> but I, I feel like it's going to be both ways. Of This is going to be my favorite episode like ranking wise and ranking wise it's also going to be probably one of my least favorite to talk about because like it's a cool musical number and that's it yeah yeah okay i mean we can do the summary it'll take us 30 seconds what happens is in this one is for some reason that we should get into mater doesn't feel like a truck Mm -hmm. even though he just sort of factually is one i don't know doesn't feel like one yep uh so then they stop at truckies the truck stop Uh, so i wanted to like do a sick burn for truckies yeah but then i was like all right so a truck is just a type of person and then i was like yeah that'd be so weird it'd be like if it were named manny's and then Mm -hmm. yeah manny is just a, a dude's name it is Unfortunately, it is. But yeah, I go truckies. Is that a joke on Bucky's, the gas station chain from Texas that has exploded into the rest of the South recently? Almost certainly. Yeah, I believe so too. I didn't think of that until now. But then Lightning goes in and takes a pit stop, which I did think he said piss stop at first. <laughs> uh, but no, he just said pit stop. And then, then there's a musical number called it's a truck thing mm-hmm. and or which, yeah if you choose to believe it then mater gets high off of gasoline yeah most of this episode is going to be us going back and forth on did that actually happen how much of it happened any of it some of it did but how much uh, uh i'd be willing to believe that at least that song played or at sure. least the tune. Okay. We do have evidence of that. Yes, we do. We do. But they just sort of sing about what it's what it's like to be a truck, I guess, is what the song is about. Would you? Mm-hmm. It's a truck thing. They don't say what the truck thing is. I guess all of it. All of the things they said are truck things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mater joins in triumphantly right at the end. And Lightning comes out and is like, eh, I didn't want anything, actually. Let's leave. And 
they do and Mater now feels like an accepted accepted member of the truck community. Mm-hmm. He has cured himself of his imposter syndrome. Yeah. And uh, here's one little thing that I want to talk about, but I also acknowledge doesn't have much juice. Mm-hmm. I really like that Mater just genuinely answers a question in a way that like, I'm all about open, honest communication. One of my biggest frustrations with a lot of media, like shows and movies is that people like most of the time it's just, Oh, if you had just spoken to each other, everything would have turned out all right. Yeah. And then people don't. And the thing is lightning asks a question. What was that after a truck? And then, Mater like communicated back and forth with the horn and did the tune to it's a truck thing. And Mater quite likely tries to genuinely answer the question and <laughs> says, it's a truck thing. Yeah. The lyrics that he just conveyed are the actual things that he just did the tune for. So he's answering the question in a very literal fashion but because the lyric is uh, who's on first situation, sure, Lightning has no idea. Yep, I'm willing to believe that. And I, I could even see it. We often say Mater's a bit of a trickster. I could say see Mater feeling a little tricksy after being accepted into the truck community mm-hmm. uh, and wanted to do like a little inside joke of like, oh, it's a truck thing. So he is answering honestly, but he is intentionally misleading Mm -hmm. uh, lightning with the answer. And I like both options. They're both good options. Okay. Before we go into the song, do we want to talk about why Mater might think he is not already a real truck? Because like, I didn't, they didn't establish that in a way that made any sense to me. It, it's toxic masculinity. I mean, I guess. I guess, You don't sure. feel like you belong in the community because there's just this standard, this expectation. And specifically with trucks, like there is this association with you have to be huge, you have to be strong, you have to be this dependable workhorse. And I'm almost certainly looking into it too much, but like a big part of it is, oh, I can only tow people rather than I am this gigantic vehicle that transports. And like one of the things in the song is even if you're small, you're still a truck. And it's about accepting that you can be something that isn't like the idea of it. Yeah, because I was going to go into, like, Mater is factually a truck. Like, Mm -hmm. there is no denying that. But, like, if your gender identity is male, then you are factually a man, you know, if that is your identity. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's not, you know, it's not dissimilar. Yeah. And there's the, like, just history of you're not a real man unless, and then you say any generic nonsense. Like, oh, real men never cry. No, uh, people who can't feel sad don't cry. And that's still not even true because tear ducts. Sure. Like crying is a completely natural thing. And sometimes it's not even connected to emotion. And even if it is connected to emotion, that's just a healthy expression of your feelings. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I... Even if it's not directly one to one, truxic masculinity is the best I could come up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, like it's it's a similar concept, you know. Uh, I guess, yeah. It still seems weird in the way they just sort of introduce the fact that Mater doesn't feel like he's a real truck, mm-hmm. and then Lightning's like, "No, you're you're a truck, Mater. Like you are." And Mater doesn't then have a line or two about like, well, I'm so small or, you know, I'm not a semi truck. They can haul so much more than me or something like that. It would have, it would have been good to just give Mater 
a line that sort of explained why he felt like that even a little bit. I feel like I'm misremembering it because I thought he had said something like he's small. He may or have. maybe he had looked at a larger truck and that was the reason I'm thinking this. He like looks over, sees a semi truck and he's like, ah, I wish I were like that. I mean, he may. And it's just like beauty standards. Yeah, it could be something like that, too. I do. I like that because, uh, I mean, much like how Lightning has to relearn to respect and love his friend Mater, mm-hmm. every other piece of media, it would not be uh, unlike this series to have Mater relearn like, oh, I should be happy with who I am, like from mm-hmm. Cars too. Well, the thing is, I don't think that that was an actual thing in Cars 2, and I don't know how to explain this, because it feels like in Cars 2, the lesson wasn't that he had to learn to accept himself as he was. It was more that everyone else had to, yeah. and he had to just be victim to how they actually felt about him for a bit. Yeah, there would, I, I would argue there's a little bit of Mater feeling like, should I be around these people am i good enough for these people you know Mm -hmm. uh like i don't know that he ever really tries to change who he is but yeah i think my issue with it is that he starts off completely okay with who he is and then he ends the movie completely okay with who he is and there was something in the middle and that doesn't feel as much at like growth that's that's absolutely fair i see what you're saying but the only other non-musical number note I have is... Okay, this is a tiny... They never have his name? They never have it. Oh, that is a good one. Uh, it's I a mean, good... your name is Lightning Man. Of course they don't have your name. Even if he was looking for Montgomery, mm-hmm. that's not... It doesn't surprise me that that one wasn't there either. Yeah. Uh, but no, the one I'm talking about is as they're coming in to Truckee's... Sorry, it's a funny name. Uh, You hear a couple little bits of dialogue from the uh, trucks who are there. And one of them says, that's one for the trucks. (laughs) Like the phrase, that's one for the books. But he says trucks instead. And okay, but there's an (laughs) SNL bit that I love. Sure. But it like isn't something that I, I don't know. I don't. It's an uncomfortable bit because, of course, it is. And it's on the same line as if trucks are like a race, because the whole bit with a news story and there was like the news team and then they find out that a guy who committed a crime was white. And then uh, the uh, other members of the news team who were black mentioned, yes, they were like excited. Ha ha. This was a white guy. So maybe it's a, yes, the trucks have won something. Okay. And I'm going to level with you. I don't want to, I don't like that I'm the one continuing this thread of it, but it does, it does take us over to the wiki quote of the day. The reluctant wiki quote of the day, I'll call it. Uh, Give me that landmine of the day. This time we are going over to one. I have huge news. I typed in worldofcars.fandom.com and it took me to pixarcars.fandom.com. So I don't know if there was a name change or if there was a merge or something, but we're not going to worldofcars.fandom.com. We are going to pixarcars.fandom.com slash wiki slash trucks. Oh no, this is this changes everything. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say my two favorite things about it. One, if you scroll down to story, it says TBA, which is very funny to me. But two, if you go to trivia, as is well known, my favorite section on any of these wikis, it says, it is possible that this episode in the show is a reference to cars and trucks being segregated. And I looked at that and I thought, okay, this is someone who just put in their little like random thought about this that means nothing. But then I noticed that the words cars and trucks being segregated were blue. 
meaning they're a link to their own wiki page. So I clicked it, and it took me over to pixarcars.fandom.com slash wiki slash cars and trucks segregation. And... Oh, boy. Yeah. uh, And it says, the cars and trucks segregation was a policy in the United States that had separated cars and trucks, even pickups, on the roads by creating separated lanes. The policy and legislation that's enforced it had been met with resentment in the truck population across the country, including non-hauling trucks. It was covered by the Traffic Post newspaper. And yeah, it seems like they showed a newspaper and Private Eye made her, made her Private Eye. And in it, there was just an article about truck segregation. All right. And the good news is, if you scroll down to trivia, it does say it is a reference to the racial segregation of the United States, which links to the Wikipedia page about segregation. I was hoping yeah. that it was something more accidental. No. And that it was a reference to something in our real world. Sure. Called a, a truck lane. Yeah. Which it could have been, and that would have been uh, less just hostily uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but no, they they decided, yes, it's a race thing for sure, which uh, we hesitantly will make uh, jokes about because that's uncomfortable. And they didn't make a joke. They made the whole thing. So that's something... Which does, of course, get me into maybe this isn't toxic masculinity or anything to do with uh, beauty standards. Maybe this is about people who don't feel like they're accepted into their uh, race for this, that, and the other reason. Yeah. Uh, The first reason I can think of oftentimes is just the term passing. And, man man, are we not qualified to talk about these things? Yeah, so we won't anymore. Uh, But I did think that was maybe an intentional metaphor, but I'm not going to trust the people who made a segregation. Like, I don't even know if it's a joke or if they just decided, like, oh, the fans have been clamoring. How did segregation work in the cars first? We have to answer it. So I don't trust these people to have done something sensitive and interesting uh, regarding race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to, eh, just as an example of that, I'm going to give you my uh, hesitant fun fact of the day. I say hesitant because this is from, I think, just something I saw online. Maybe it was one of those did you know videos that I've become rather fond of. Uh, I don't know if this is true. Can't verify it at all. I'm just going to say it because it's believable and kind of sad to hear. Uh, But there was a chauffeur who mentioned that he knew that Pixar was doing a black film because Mm. this was the most black people he had ever driven in and out of Pixar and it was uh, Soul. Yeah, yeah, I've, I heard that story myself. I don't know if it's, I don't know the source of it or anything, but doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, that is sad. Yep, and that ends our classic segment, Two White Men Dance Around the Subject of Race for as Long as They Can Before Moving On. <laughs> before Moving On Apologetically. Yes, <laughs> They brought it up, not us. Yeah, they explicitly did. And to be clear, everyone should be comfortable with the idea of race. We just don't feel comfortable exploring, you know, how race works in a fantasy realm. Because that seems insensitive is why we feel this way. Yep. And uh, also, we definitely are not the people who should be leading the discussion in any way. (laughs) We, we don't know if we should be a part of the discussion, period. But we are going to talk about the musical number now. Everyone get excited. 
All uh, right. So there are two different points. There's like a a, a, a Anno Domini and a Before Christ part to this music video. And that yeah. is, of course, Mater getting into the light. Yeah, I, I would argue that it, it sort of softly goes that way when like the sun blinks out and <laughs> they start flashing lights appear from nowhere. But the when he sinks into the ground and comes out neon electricity style, yeah, that's definitely a moment where it starts getting a little crazier. Mm-hmm. He there a spotlight appears. He's trying to accept himself as a truck. And then uh, when he finally is able to get into the light and accept himself for who he is, that's when stuff goes crazy. It does. It does. Okay. I think it's important to have the, how much of this do we think happened talk before getting into that? Mm -hmm. Because if we decide, you know, unequivocally, none of it, and it's just cool visuals, why do we need to get into the fact that the trucks kept going into each other and that Mater mm-hmm. came down on a rainbow and became electricity for a while, etc. The, th- the evidence that it happened, let's go into that, and the evidence that it didn't happen is basically that it would be insane if it happened. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the evidence that it did happen is that it sort of ramps up to it, is part of it, I would say. Okay. Like, it's possible that the trucks were just all singing a song uh, and they were cutting to different trucks, I don't know, around the world also singing the song. But the fact that it starts in a believable reality, even if everyone is singing a song and there's music coming from somewhere, a sort of believable reality lends at least a little credence to it, I would say. Mm -hmm. Not a lot. Not as much as the fact that both another truck references the song to Mater and then Lightning references having heard the song as well in the post-credits scene. Mm -hmm. Now, have you seen Demon Slayer? I have not. Would recommend. It's phenomenal. Uh, There is something that is unfortunate for some fans who've seen it. Uh, Whenever you see someone using some sort of breathing technique or sword form, and you see these like jets of water that represent their movement. Uh, it has been stated that that is metaphor. It's not actually like visible. You don't see jets of water appear out of nowhere because they're human. And it's just an expression of the like artistry in a visual format. And like a lot of fans don't like that explanation, but it fits like thematically. Yeah, it's it's a stylistic choice mm-hmm. uh, meant to make the presentation more beautiful, not to include in the lore of the world. Mm-hmm. And following that, this could be a thing that for sure did happen, and it's just Mater's more. Uh, artistic interpretation of that, like coming to accept himself. Yeah. And I mean that, that the same could very well be said for the song itself, not even Mm -hmm. the visuals, you know, like uh, it's the same with musicals. Like no, in West side story, we are, aren't to believe that these vicious gangs literally, you know, do ballet jumps and stuff while they're trying to stab each other it's a metaphor, it's a way to convey it, it's a more entertaining way to convey it, and a uh, sort of way to uh, show heightened emotion. There's mm-hmm. a It's very, just a form of storytelling. There's a very famous quote, I want to say by Howard Ashman, I want to say, that goes, and I'm going to misquote it a little bit, but goes basically... Uh, the scene goes, they will be talking back and forth until the emotion becomes too much for talking. Then they will go into singing. And when the emotion becomes too much to sing about, they start dancing. The dance break happens. It is showing the rise in emotion, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so very well could be that the song itself is a metaphor. I'm sorry. Did Rory just say Dada? Yeah. 
Oh, that's really cute. I knew he was talking, but I hadn't heard it live. Yeah, it's the best. And uh, much to uh, my wife's misfortune, it's the word he says the most. I did see she posted a video that I really, really enjoyed where she's getting him to say a bunch of words and he does it. And then she she says, like, will you say mama or mommy? And he just goes, ah! <laughs> and he goes, she goes, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, in his defense, uh, you get a few. Yeah. You can ask him for a few things and then he'll like go along with it. The <laughs> later it is, the more likely he is to just shut down and say no. I don't want to do that and that you know good for him set boundaries Mm -hmm. child's a person you know yeah boy howdy he is the cutest he's a very cute baby man one of the most photogenic I've ever seen I have not seen a bad picture of your baby I've seen a couple but they're bad in the fun way of babies where they're making weird faces Mm -hmm. Uh, someone I think it was John Hall pointed out that he thought he looked like Chris Farley. And then that very day we picked, like took a picture and it was the most Chris Farley he's ever looked. Good. He's got a good sense of timing, good comedic timing. Mm -hmm. It's important in a baby. Yeah. And he's very strong willed and it's great. I would. Okay. But going back, (laughs) I would say our strongest piece of evidence that hasn't been entered in is just the reality that cars is in you know crazy Mm -hmm. stuff happens in the cars first we have seen it and been a part of it and especially when it's centered around mater crazy stuff happens Mm -hmm. i don't know i think we can be of two minds about it you know we can say if this did happen then whoa crazy Mm -hmm. but have a bit of like we're not sure if it did but of course it is going to be more fun (laughs) to say it did so let's explore that a little bit john yeah let's not have our cake and eat it too uh let's let's just pick one and i choose eating cake because i like eating cake yeah so yeah sure it did happen why not there's Mm -hmm. mater turned two women into dogs once uh yep and even if you're saying that didn't happen uh this is like straight up official yeah it is Sorry. So my biggest theory about this is what if we've been looking about this the entire wrong way? Mm-hmm. We've talked about uh, certain types of teeth being what give Mater his uh, abilities. We've talked about maybe him being a member of the aliens that were, you know, in unidentified flying Mater because they look like him. But mm-hmm. what if Mater and the rest of the trucks. What if they're all reality benders? Mater doesn't seem like he's controlling the situation. He seems like he's marveling at the crazy stuff happening around him that even he couldn't do. But mm-hmm. a collection of very powerful warlocks and, wi- and witches. <laughs> That's right. It's our Halloween episode. Ooh, this is coming out on Halloween. Eh, well, sure wish. The second episode was this one, or the Mad Max one, or the one where he dies. Or B-movie, even. Yeah, B-movie would work. Oh, well, this one is spooky, I guess. Uh, Because, yeah, they're they're doing group magic, is basically what I'm getting to. It's Mm -hmm. it's being a truck that makes Mater magic. See, that is the opposite of what I wanted to talk about, which was the chance that the reason Mater doesn't think he's a truck is because he's not. Okay. It could just be like acknowledging, yeah, I'm not really a truck. I'm a divine being. And I just chose the form of a truck. That is, that is a a road I wanted to go down. Yeah. Uh, He's like, of course you're a truck Mater. No, like I'm not arguing that I'm not physically a truck lightning. I'm, oh, you're so ignorant. Okay. I have existed for millennia boy (laughs) i choose this form because it suits me not because it is the only one i can choose etc but i must acknowledge my own uh, ignorance i have chosen this form i have not had to struggle as other trucks have had to struggle i have not had to carry these loads with actual strength because all of my strength is divine yeah yeah and then we could go down that road just as easily 
the trucks accepting Mater sort of makes him subconsciously use his powers to, you know, heighten it into this musical number. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's such a beautiful moment for him being accepted by this group that his magic just starts bleeding out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one of those I like more. I do like with the uh, all trucks are magic route. Mm-hmm. I, I like that Mater doesn't know that they're all magic. Because mm-hmm. he feels like an outsider looking in, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, like, it would make his acceptance into the truck society uh, feel even even bigger, you know? He doesn't know why he has these powers. He's never known. And by showing him that they all got him, he's like, oh, okay, this it's is... It's a truck thing. Th- my magic is, in fact, a truck thing. It's what they're saying. They're explaining <laughs> to Mater... No, 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 no. Uh, you think that you're different, but no, it's just a truck thing. Are you different? Yes, because you're a truck. I did write down as one of my notes, what's a truck thing? Because <laughs> uh. it's never directly following one of their little lines. Like It is sometimes following one of like their things that is clearly a truck thing. But like, I don't know, it seems like they are saying just one general thing is a truck thing each time they say it, not responding to one of the things they've said. You know, does that make sense as a, a distinction? Yes. Like, instead of saying, oh, you know, this is a truck thing and this is a truck thing, it feels like the whole thing is, oh, you know, that thing. Yeah, it's a truck thing. Which the magic being truck thing or his godly powers or whatever it is makes it work for me. Mm-hmm. Man, we do a lot of work to make these make sense and work for us, huh? Yeah, I feel like one thing we've fallen into, which is unfortunate but also reasonable, is that we have to dance around this line of, all right, we've got a theory and the theory is that he is God King Mater. And then we also have to be like, yeah, but what if it's not that? Because that's too easy. Yeah. What if we have to accept that this is somehow a reality that we just have to discuss beyond what we know how to discuss without using God powers? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It does make it fun for, for me sometimes because if no no other thing, it becomes funny to me every time we say, well, of course, this could be explained by Mater's godlike powers. Because it's just a funny thing to say, especially when it's it's really just something we decided. Mm-hmm. Just a casual, oh yes, also he is a deity, so that makes sense. Okay, but on the flip side, if this is just a artistic representation of what happened, does it feel a little culty to you? Oh yeah. Feels I am bo- very anti it's a blank thing mentality. I don't like inside jokes. I don't like things that are, oh, we are a part of a group and that's our thing. I don't like anything like that. And I understand that that is something I'm saying coming from a uh, place of privilege. Yeah. Like I'm not excluded from all that much. So I don't have this, uh, like, I don't feel a need to be a part of a group because I've been just a part of a lot of things that I've not even ever thought about. But in, like, high school, when people would have, like, oh, we're best friends and we only really talk to each other about this, that's just like, oh, so you're excluding me so that you can feel good about yourself and quite frankly, I don't want to be a part of that. That sounds really sad. Yeah. And like, I guess conservatives, <laughs> their whole thing is we're this big happy club and we have this absurd amount of devotion to each other and ourselves uh, for the reason that we are a part of this club and we have devotion to each other and ourselves. It It's a cult. 
Yeah, like it comes down to specifically what you're saying. The difference between how uh, people always ask like, well, why aren't you wearing a like uh, Joe Biden shirt if you voted for him? Or like, why aren't you going to all these Joe Biden rallies? I'm like, because he's like a guy. <laughs> he's a guy who was better than the other guy. Like, I, yeah. we don't I, have one to thing worship that I think him. a lot of... Uh, liberals and democrats can agree on is we didn't choose joe's joe biden because we wanted to or because we thought he was a good choice we just thought he was our best option we thought he was palatable enough for all the stuffy old white folks who are shouting about this that and the other nonsense uh that we thought we could get him past them yeah. He was palatable enough for conservatives to accept him, and they still didn't. Yeah. They still did a coup. Yeah. But even if it were, you know, Bernie or something, someone or someone who I'm very, like, politically aligned with, like, I wouldn't be changing my Facebook profile picture to have a border that said something about Bernie. I wouldn't be getting T-shirts. Like, it's not about one man, you know? It's not... Yeah. Uh, it's not about the hero worship that yes the right is just so so proud of yeah that's uh, and they just seem baffled that like it will they, they seem to think it's like a winning talking point of like well you don't even like joe biden and we're like yeah not really but doesn't mean we like him <laughs> that's yeah. fine and like even when it comes down to it joe biden he's i don't know fine He's not bad. He's not great. That's for sure. But whatever. <laughs> I would go so far as to say he is acceptable. Right down the middle, baby. Just like his politics. Hey, got him. Hey. Uh, I don't know. Uh, trucks can bend reality. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? It's a cult. It's a yeah, cult. The it's truck, a cult. That's what the truck thing is. This time it's a cult. Mm-hmm. And that would also explain the weird drug-based hallucinations is it's a cult. They went to a cult bar on accident uh, while Lightning was looking at knickknacks. Maybe Mater started fueling up a little bit, and there's there's drugs in it. That's not... Yeah, that's bad. Nah. Yeah, that is the easy thing to do here if we want to not hit it really happened or it was an artistic representation of what happened. It's like, yeah, Mater got high or something. I don't know. And I feel like that is kind of just splitting it down the middle of it happened, but it is an artistic interpretation due to drug use. <laughs> yeah. It's the Joe Biden of answers. Mm -hmm. uh... And like even the, yeah, there was a tune on the radio and that's what he was hearing, and that's why he had a music video when he was on drugs. Sure. That also makes sense. Yeah. Which, uh, I'm not going to say this is from experience or anything, but music sure. videos, while uh, high out your mind, pretty great. I bet they are. All right. Do you want to go into a couple minor things? From yes, the but I do want to talk about something that I think is amusing. Do it, then. That's the point of the podcast. Um, so we made up a story in which lightning and Mater go to the alien planet and there were like, there was a statue and it had Mater and lightning's like freaking out and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how this happened, but like I had such a strong visualization of when we had talked about that, that I like for a moment thought that it was real. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, was that a was that a tall tale or what? It's because we're so good at our jobs, John. Mm -hmm. Should be right. We, we are crafters of art through the uh, audio medium. So good that you will see it. You will. Uh, you're doing it right now. Don't mm -hmm. lie to us. We know we're looking uh, at you. <laughs> Lucas, picture yeah. this. Done. It's a, tr oh. a tree. Done. You just saw it, didn't you? Like in your head, in your mind's eye, you saw that. Brown, tall, green at the top, but it's fall, so it's getting a little red and yellow in there. 
Yeah, I just did that to your brain. Whoa, pretty cool. Hey, John, are school buses trucks? Um, Because uh, there is one yes. in the music video. You say yes? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Never thought of them as one, but I, I guess they are. Well, I'm going to settle this for myself just by looking something up. In the definition of truck, I'm going to say? Nope. Some technical description of a school bus? Nope. All right. Yes, it is. Well, yeah, t- tell us what you looked up. Obviously, All right. obviously tell us what you looked up. <laughs> so, uh, since we're not going to play the you have to guess a thousand times game, um, if you want to drive a semi-truck, mm, okay. you need a, CD- a CDL license. Yeah. If you want to drive a school truck, you need a CDL license. If you want to drive big ass rv you do not need a cdl license yeah yeah my parents thought about getting an rv and they drove it and they didn't like it and the thing about a a semi truck is like there are like i think it's just commercially like you can drive like i think a giant u-haul just casually which is ridiculous i don't even know i don't know if that's legal but i've seen people do it Drive it recreationally, you know, as people <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> Recreational, uh, insanely large vehicle driving. And I guess, you know, who are we to define who's a truck? You know, that's the point of the song, point of the show. Hey, this time. it's a truck thing. It's a truck thing. A school bus is a truck. It's a truck thing. Uh, See, the whole thing is like a truck is meant to carry a load. And the load for a uh, school bus is people. Mm. Okay. Maybe, okay. Here's another interpretation of our chorus. Maybe it's like, have you seen uh, Werewolf by Night? I have not. Well, it features, very minor spoilers, the Marvel character Man Thing. Uh, So maybe Truck Thing has a hyphen in there, and they are exclaiming, they're saying... It's a truck thing uh, towards Mater. Mater is a truck, is the truck thing. He's not being accepted. He's being uh, relentlessly mocked, is what your guess is now. I guess. I just wanted to. uh, Werewolf by Night's really good. I want to watch it, but uh, it seems like every time I see it, uh, Rory is with me, and I I don't want to spook the boy. Yeah, it is not Rory appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's one that I will be allowed to watch checking over my shoulders without my wife. Yeah, Liz enjoyed it, but I feel like she wouldn't have been like mad if I had watched it without her. Uh, yeah, I tried to watch She-Hulk and uh, I was chastised pretty quickly. She-Hulk's really good. People are just being weird, sexist losers on the internet about it. Don't believe it. It's really good. I like. I've heard one negative thing over and over again, and it's from Hart, and he keeps saying it's got like PS2 graphics, and I have no idea what he's talking about. It looks fine. Yeah, and like even I've seen like 15 minutes of it, so (laughs) maybe I'm wrong. Even the trailer wasn't as bad as people made it out to be, but no, people are looked okay. People are calling it social justice nonsense and yada, 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 which the show, very minor spoilers, sort of parodies knowing that they would do that. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Now, there's one argument that I have seen that I think may have merit, but again, I haven't seen it. And it's the scene in which, uh, and I've seen another argument against this, in which she's talking with Bruce and he's like, we have to learn to control our rage. And then she's like, I have been catcalled and have feared for my life and all this, that, and the other. And she's like chastising him for saying that Uh, with the context of, she knows that he was chased for years by the government and hunted down as like just a thing they wanted to use. And like, it seems really insensitive of her to be saying 
something along the lines of, I'm a woman, I've had to deal with this my entire life, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It just seems insensitive to me with the context of the things that he's been through. Yeah, I think, A, the scene should be seen through the lens of like her life was just upended and she is not meant to be a perfect character. Mm -hmm. Uh, B, it's a bit of a ham-fisted monologue, but like still a good one, I would say, uh, talking about the uh, perspective of being a woman. And like, I don't know. Like, again, people talk about like, she keeps refusing Bruce's help. Like, oh, what a what a she thinks she's better and like well i mean it's a character flaw like all of them have them it's the point if we don't I mean, want to watch the perfect character you guys you guys have seen iron man right yeah the, his whole thing is being a flawed man and he gets a little bit better over time yeah like i don't know it's very good i like it i i understand yeah. that perspective but i don't i don't share it very much yeah and one argument that was pretty good that i saw was it's not about uh her saying that like uh, she's i don't know better in in any way it's about her saying that she has had to constantly regulate her entire life yeah which is a very different thing than I've had insane stressful situations. It's this is how I have learned to cope and I've always had to have coping mechanisms and I can understand that. Yeah. And telling like a woman not to get angry has different connotations and cultural like resonance uh, than telling a man, you know, like women are taught that they can't get angry, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I could see her reacting to being told that in that way, you know, but how do we get on the subject? Werewolf by night truck thing. Yeah. He's truck thing. I I don't have, I don't know much about the character man thing other than the little bit. I saw him in werewolf by night. Uh, Does his powers don't seem to line up with maters. It was mostly a joke I wanted to make when it comes down to it. All right. Uh, well, do we have anything else? (laughs) I don't know that we do, and that's okay. I really don't think we do. Yeah. This is what I was talking about at the beginning, is just, it's a truck thing. It's a truck thing. Uh, I very much enjoyed the episode, and Rory also did. He has a very short attention span. He is a toddler, and he actually watched it. Ooh. I'm pretty sure he watched the whole thing wow it did help that it had music yeah i imagine it did <laughs> okay two rankings we do out of 10 yeah mm-hmm. how much we liked it yeah i'll give it a 10 it's stupid it's funny it's fun the song is genuinely like kind of fun and good it's not like mm-hmm. game changing but like it's fun to listen to uh and again i just like how stupid it is that they did a musical number yeah I'll go ahead and say for fun, uh, I'll go with an eight, which yeah. is pretty high praise for me. Pretty solid, pretty solid. In terms of lore, okay. If we're going pure amounts of lore it added to the world, okay. The lore it added to the world is definitely there's a weird truck cult. That's just the Either thing. Either that or... Uh, Mater has some insecurities that are probably systemic and has to be helped through community. Yeah. But that is a very cult like community. Yeah. There is strong implications of a weird cult among the trucks. And we should at least half consider that it really happened <laughs> in the lore, which even that only bumps it up to maybe like a five for me. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Finding out that there is a cult, uh, that's, I mean, we've seen Mater die. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's really jumping the shark, I guess. Of Yeah, Mater has died and talked to death. Why'd they do that episode third? Uh, but yeah, it's the same issue as Circus last week, like or whenever we did it. 
like it's just there's stuff in it that's like big but we we have our senses have been dampened by the rest of cars on the road mm-hmm. man i feel like the answer to your question is because if they had done it later it would have been too big of a deal and it would have seemed a little bit more like what if this is an actual impacting thing cuz like if it's if you did that the last episode people are going to think from henceforth no mater's actually dead no 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 here's what you do john you do it in the 8th episode and you have that impact his decision to mend fences with his sister he has uh seen death he knows what's up he knows life is short. He has to mend, mend fences with, uh, I've forgotten her name, Mato? Mato? It's Mato. Mato. <laughs> like Tomato? Yeah, you're right. Uh, give it a number for lore. I'm going to go with a, a four because it's not great. No, I'll, I'll give it a five. I'll give it a five because, like, yeah, there is a, a cult. Like, for sure, there's there's a cult. And again, there is an outside chance that it happened, and even that should bump it up a point or so, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Short episode this week, but I don't know. You make a longer episode about this. <laughs> you do a truck episode, and then we'll talk. Like, no, that'd be pretty cool. If you did a, an episode of a podcast about specifically trucks on the road, I'd get listen. at us. Let yeah, us know. send it to us. Uh, and you can do that. <laughs> Good transition. Great transition. Uh, by uh, either tweeting at us. Our Twitter account is at the Kachat. You can also DM us on there. Or you can send us an email. Our email account is thekachat at gmail.com. But folks, I'm going out of order again because I haven't thanked you yet. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it every week. Y'all rule. Now John says this part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember, it's a truck thing. And sting like a beamer.